Welcome to the UP Tech Talk podcast, coming to you from the new academic multimedia studio on the University of Portland campus, produced by Academic Technology Services, with your hosts, Maria Erb and Sam Williams. Welcome to UP Tech Talk. Today I'm recording in Salzburg, Austria, and visiting the UP Salzburg program at the University of Portland Salzburg Center. Today we're interviewing Dr. Rene Hortzika, and he is the director of the Salzburg Center. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure being part of the uh, academic tech roundtable, Sam. Thank you. So part of the, you know, I've been here for a week now, and this is my second trip to Austria and into the Salzburg Center, and I have a blast every time I come here. So I thank you for your hospitality. Um, it's awesome. Um, the, I hope everybody that comes to Salzburg um, has a wonderful experience like I've had. And after the first visit, I went back and we stayed in contact and I told you about an opportunity at the university for the Academic Technology Roundtable. And that is a project that I have under Academic Technology Services. And the idea there is to provide opportunities for faculty to try technology in their teaching and in the classroom for the first time. And so you came up with a project and applied. And I just wanted you to be able to tell some our listeners a little bit more about your project. So can you tell us a little bit more? So uh, thank you first for offering this possibility. I think this is really great. Uh, and I'm actually very happy that I can uh, use technology and your sophistication in technology to enhance the learning of our students on ground here in Salzburg. My project is embedded in a course on human geography of Central Europe and this is offered to uh, full year students and one semester students at the UP Salzburg Center in Austria, as you already mentioned. Uh, the overall aim of the course is to unfold the mosaic of regions, the physical, historical and also especially the cultural backgrounds of the great component elements of Central Europe and the complex interrelationships in between these regions from the Alpine Divide to the Northern Lowlands on the uh, coasts of the uh, East Sea and the North Sea. So what the goal of my project is, what I'm trying to do is uh, I'm, I want the students to be able to identify authentic cultural heritage realms in Central Europe and also uh, enable them to put them into context with industrial cultural tourism and the internationalization of cultural heritage. And uh, the central question in regard of technology is in how far can the implementation of digital resources and technology promote cultural learning processes and enhance creative ways of acquiring, acquiring and communicating cultural knowledge. So what is the, so we're looking at putting technology into your classroom and I, you know, having visited the, the center now my second time, there's 
quite a bit of technology, you know, here at the center, especially now that we have an upgraded network. Um, we could take advantage of a lot more online resources and those things with your teaching. What is the expectation for the students for the project? Like, what are they, how are they using technology? Now, for this project, we just purchased two camcorders via the Academic Technology Roundtable funds. I think a camcorder as an audio and at the same time visual um, technological tool. Um, the students will have a big variety of options of uh, presenting culture in a lot of ways, for example by interviewing people okay. on the audio side, um, by presenting uh, tangible cultural heritage such, such as monuments, for example, on the visual side, um, by including typical music of certain regions. Um, so camcorders are a, a tool which uh, it provides a wide uh, pool mm -hmm. um, from where the students can, can uh, get something out of culture. What are some other thoughts on why you would choose video? Well, one other thing that the students should understand uh, when this course is finished is that cultural heritage is not simply there, uh, but it needs to be uh, preserved and it needs to be communicated. And uh, video is a great tool to communicate uh, cultural heritage and at the same time to explore it um, on the student side. Uh, so, the actual uh, outcome of this project should be a series of uh, three to five minute videos on various cultural realms that should focus on authentic culture. Well, we've talked a little bit about the, your passion for authentic culture yeah. um, compared to what people might view of Austria, and I know we talked you were going to bring this up in there, but what when you say authentic culture, what is an example? You know, when you have students go out, what is an example of that? We could, uh, in Salzburg for example, Salzburg is a big tourist place, so uh, we have millions of visitors every year, and uh, if you take a look at maybe the, the two, three, four uh, things that all tourists do in Salzburg, you, you have a good starting point in, in identifying um, tourism, industrial tourism, and from there students could start to explore authentic culture. Let's take for example um, Mozart. Yeah, okay. uh, Mozart's birthplace, Mozart's residence uh, among the top visit spots in Salzburg. Um, Mozart balls are everywhere, Mozart chocolate, Mozart liquor, where, almost everywhere you go you see Mozart. So students could start exploring um, this uh, heritage which is um, in the first respect intangible in Mozart's music. Uh, it's uh, played in 
Concert Halls in Salzburg und so. For example, how much does the image on the Mozart ball really reflect the image of uh, Mozart uh, as a real person? So they could do some research on this topic. Um, what they will find out is, is that uh, Mozart was not the biggest fan of Salzburg for several reasons okay. and he was not as pretty as he is uh, <laughs> presented on the Mozart balls and uh, many more other things. Um, and then they would dive a little bit deeper into Mozart's life and Mozart's uh, thoughts and feelings feelings and character that, that actually then created the music and the way how he lived, the way how he traveled, uh, the way how he financed his life, how he financed his music um, and get a different view actually by doing so on Mozart. Another example though uh, is the sound of music that attracts hundreds of thousands of visitors. Well, the last time I was here, the Sound of Music was having its anniversary. And when I told everybody I was coming to Salzburg, that's the first thing that everybody said, is they didn't tell me to go do anything else but to do the Sound of Music tour. Yeah. So in the United States, that's all they, they could think about yeah. um, when I was coming here. Yeah. Um, and so with the Sound of Music, you know, what is, what is your opinion on like the Sound of Music and and it's, it's part of your culture here. Is it not? Is it? For me, it's interesting because it's uh, full of stereotypes in a certain way. And this is basically where the students, where I have to pick the students up. Okay. And then I have to lead them to the authentic cultural heritage here. Okay. Um, but the sound of music is a perfect uh, example of what the students also can do. Um, they could question things that are presented in the Sound of Music. They could get into contact with locals, they could interview locals uh, with the camcorders, um, think about certain goals, what they want to know at the end. Um, uh, how about the music in the Sound of Music? Is this really Austrian music? Uh, okay. Is this yodeling actually considered as yodeling in Austria by locals? Um, do no, locals know the song Edelweiss? Is, uh, is the, the schnitzel with noodles some, something that anyone would eat here? Uh, what do people think about the monarchy, the Austrian monarchy? What do they know about the monarchy? What is their feeling about the monarchy? Um, what do they know about the sound of music as a, a musical movie? Do they know anything about it? Is it important to them? Um, they could look a little bit behind the curtains. The sound of music is of course a, a highly um, touristy uh, access to this area and uh, it is great in a way as it's uh, providing a big pool of things where you can really um, do research on um, and this is starting from this typical Dirndl culture and the Lederhosen culture here in Austria um, and ending up in the music 
in the way how people interact, how they live, um, the life of Maria von Trapp. Uh, and then look behind the curtains and, and explore the authentic cultural realms behind it. And yeah, I think by the use of camcorders, by doing interviews, by going to certain sites, even by going on the Sound of Music tour, for example, to see if these are authentic um, places uh, that were part of the von Trapp's family history, and they will find out that much is not authentic. <laughs> uh, they would be able to to get closer to to how Austrians in Salzburg um, think, how they live, uh, what type of music they hear, um, what their relationship to these typical Austrian dresses would be if they wear them every day, if they have 10 of those in, in, in their wardrobe, or just one or two or none. Um, and by doing so, they would understand it uh, in a certain way better. Um, what the authentic cultural realms are in a region, but I don't want to solely uh, focus them on Salzburg, the sound of music, or Mozart. Uh, Central Europe is much bigger. The students go on many field trips on their own. And um, my course also aims to provide them the tools to understand and explore cultural realms and what I'm hoping to get out via the Academic Technology Roundtable project is then um, that they also find creative ways to, to present it to a bigger audience and attract a bigger audience so that they also understand um, culture needs to be communicated, culture is a living thing and it needs to be preserved and uh, the better, the more creative you can present something and communicate it to other people, um, the better you can preserve it. Um, so their projects and the video clips that should be uh, presented then also to the class at the end of the project, um, they ask for a certain feedback by a bigger audience. Okay. Uh, so I would also be happy then, um, to present these video projects on a, on a platform and uh, give a broader community the option to first of all enjoy the video clips on certain cultural realms and what the students found out and what they did in their projects. Um, on the other hand, to, to, to see how successful they could communicate their goals. So at the beginning of your course, you had them do a, um, a worksheet, you know, where they, you ask them about culture, I believe, is, and then you're going to do that again at the end? Yes, this is uh, um, one way uh, for me to see how successful this overall um, course is and uh, also um, part of the course, the ATR project. Um, 
I did a survey at the beginning with the 27 students that are now participating in the course. And uh, in this survey, I, I was trying to figure out where they stand actually in, in uh, uh, culture, knowledge, uh, um, questions that I'm asking in the surveys, for example, uh, from which place region do you come from? And how would you describe, characterize this place region? And what makes it special and distinct to you? So this is related to the students' own culture, cultural realms. And from there, I, I want to know what does culture mean to the individual students? Uh, what elements they would say uh, characterize and define their own culture. Um, and then uh, we start uh, more or less uh, in Europe. So I want to know from the students what the most impressive cultural realms and sites in Europe are that they experienced so far and in which way they experienced these sites. So did they use any media and technology already to experience and learn about cultural sites, cities, regions, countries in Central Europe. Uh, and then you're going to, so they've already done the first worksheet at the beginning and then at the end you're going to be able to, after they've gone through your course and worked on their project, you know, ask them these same questions about their own culture and see what kind of changes they might have and how they identify their culture. Is that correct? This is uh, one part which is really important. Uh, I want to see um, what changed uh, in the descriptions also of uh, students talking about their own culture. Uh, what do they include in these descriptions? Do they include also physical features, uh, elements, uh, the weather, uh, landscapes? Um, do they also include um, historical aspects? Do they include um, tangible uh, cultural uh, things, uh, intangible cultural things such as uh, do they, are they able to talk about uh, um, culture in a broader context uh, in more detail and understand uh, also differences between what is uh, industry, tourism yeah. and what is authentic. Yeah. I love that you're you're really diving into this this idea of authentic um, culture and and having people, you know, think a little bit about their surroundings and their own culture. And I'm super excited to one hear about the students' reflections between the two um, surveys, and I can't wait to see some of the projects at the end of the term. I want to thank you for being a part of the Academic Technology Roundtable and being our first international member of the ATR. And we look forward to um, seeing the videos. And I want to thank you for being on the Tech Talk podcast today and for letting us know a little bit about more about your project. I want to thank you for coming here and supporting my project. 
by uh, also giving it uh, this structure in the background that it needs that the students can really perform on good levels and that the outcome of the videos is then uh, something that we can also present. Yeah, I think in working together uh, with the academic tech roundtable we will succeed in our goal in this course. Great working also with you in the team and uh, yeah, I'm curious too about the outcomes. <laughs> well, it'll be great and um, this is a wonderful partnership and thank you so much. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the UP Tech Talk podcast. Just a reminder that we post a new podcast every Friday morning and you can find us at techtalk.up.edu.